welcome to Gender Sexuality School. I'm Tara Goldstein, and we're podcasting from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Today, PhD students Yasmin Owes and Lindsay Kavanaugh from the Ontario Institute for Studies and Education join us to talk about an exciting independent reading and research course they are taking about the intersections of critical race, anti-racist, and queer theories. Yasmin, Lindsay, welcome to Gender Sexuality Schooling. We're so happy to have you here. So to begin our podcast about the course on critical race, anti-racist and queer theories that you both designed, can you each tell us why you wanted to design the course and what you hope to learn from it? Uh, Could we start with you, Yasmin? Yeah, um, I really wanted to take this course and design the course because there is no course at OISE or I would even argue at U of T in large, um, that offers courses like this. There's no course on critical race theory. Um, There's no courses on queer theory, but also like anti-racist queer theory and having that stance was important to me. So knowing that these were theories and ideas I will be using in my thesis, I I obviously needed to know more about them. Um, And so having a directed studies was super important to me. Um, I'm hoping to learn um, all the brilliant and beautiful ideas that uh, the authors talk about. I think I'm interested in learning about really intersectionality and how queerness and an anti-racist stance uh, and and race combine together. And because my study is working with youth, um, youth of color specifically, those those intersections are super important. So I'm hoping that I can take away something related to that. Yeah. Great. Lindsay, how about you? Uh, What what made you want to participate in this course? Yeah, I feel like there were a few things for sure. I mean, one of which uh, Yasmin and I have very similar research interests and I thought it would just be such a rich uh, conversation and a lot of what she was saying in terms of there aren't a lot of courses that cover these two areas and even in readings it can be hard to come across queer and trans of color critiques and um, you know perspectives that are critical race theories and queer theories so I definitely wanted that, and to think more about decentering whiteness in, in queer educational theories, and I just felt that the conversations that we'd have would likely be really rich and lead us in new directions. Um, so yeah, those are sort of the key reasons. Fantastic. So, Lindsay, we'll start with you for the second question. Okay. What are some of your takeaways from the course so far? Mm-hmm. I think so far it's been around intersectionality and thinking through how it can be sort of an analytic framework and tool, but it also goes beyond that and thinking about applications, right? Always coming back to that question of like, how can we translate theory and in our own work that we want to do? How can we bring that forward? Um, I think also talking about like, queer world making in some of the articles, um, actually having tools like in the one article we discussed today, thinking of like a prism or crystal sort of metaphor for the nuances when we are talking about multiple intersecting identities and how as researchers we can think about that in terms of our own positionality and think about it in terms of analyzing the data that we will collect. Great. Yasmin, how about you? Any takeaways so far? 
yeah, I think I have two major takeaways. The first is that like Lindsay and I designed this course last semester and we were hunting for, for articles and I think we quickly realized that there's not a lot of uh, queer, anti-racist, intersectional research in education, specifically practice-based because that's what we're all about as educators. Um, and yeah, so the literature was very limited. And so we, I think both felt very frustrated by that, but also um, inspired to fill that gap somehow. Um, so a takeaway is that I think we both wanna um, contribute to the existing literature and make it stronger and more intersectional in nature. Um, and then I think my other takeaway is that like, this is cheesy, but like community, like when we get together, when Tara, Lindsay and I get together and we talk and we talk through the articles, of course, but we also talk about issues that we're facing um, in the readings um, and having that sense of community and being able to talk through um, some of those dilemmas is really powerful because often in class, like in a big classroom or even when you're reading on your own, like I'm doing my own independent study and it's just me on my own reading. And if I don't understand something, it's a bit frustrating, but to have someone else with me reading that stuff is is great because we can bounce ideas off one another and, and have that support system. So yeah. yeah. Great. So the last question I wanted to ask you both, is there a particular set of ideas or even a particular writer that you think you'd like to continue to follow? Who are they? What are the ideas? And why would you like to read more about them? We'll start with you, Yasmin. Um, I think, so I was introduced to Queer of Color Critique, um, and most recently Trans of Color Critique, and those are really fascinating to me, and it's interesting how people are taking them up, and, and some of them, so we read uh, a chapter from Ferguson's 2004 book that I found very challenging, um, and, and he coins the phrase Queer of Color Critique, but it's interesting mm -hmm. to see how um, other authors like Brockenborough and McCready are taking mm -hmm. that up in like a, a local um, educational context. And so I think those are the main ideas that I'm kind of sticking with. Like I, I feel like I have a good grasp on intersectionality as a whole, but like diving even deeper into like queer color critique is, is I think the path for me. Yeah. Tell us what exactly folks mean when they talk about um, um, queer of color critique. What kinds of things are involved in that critique? Well, I think, again, I think it depends on the author that you're reading. So um, Ferguson talks about it in terms of understanding, um, in his case, I think blackness and also um, being queer, but in a nationalistic, um, economic, more cultural studies type perspective, whereas Brockenborough and uh, McCready are talking about it at a local context of um, looking at how, I think both of them talk about um, black youth. Um, how those identities intersect and complicate schooling um, for a lot of students. And so, yeah, I think the context might be different and um, a critique of, of whiteness, a critique of um, heteronormativity, of uh, homonormativity. Um, yeah, lots of things I think are being critiqued in that process. And um, recently just discovered trans of color critique. And so, and there's not a lot of literature on that. So looking forward to finding more, I think, mm -hmm. yeah. Wonderful. So, Lindsay, what about you? A particular idea, set of readings, or a writer you particularly want to follow some more? Yeah, I feel like I sort of already answered this in the other question, um, but I definitely agree with everything that uh, Yasmin's been saying. I think what's what I've found really invigorating in the readings has been around like 
resistance um, and again like the application of how do we take like we're in a trans of color critique or um, intersectionality and apply it so I think I just want to read more um, and I'm really taking value from how uh, scholars are writing about it and actually modeling um, how they're applying these ideas and just learning from that process so all the ideas are great so far um, but just yeah enjoying um, seeing how other scholars are doing it uh, Lindsay, you mentioned the idea of resistance. What's powerful about that idea for you right now? Yeah, I think resistance is really powerful for me because it's sort of moving away from, you know, focus on like suffering and hardship and deficit models towards like how are queer and trans of color, indigenous black, like folks, how how are people resisting? How are they thriving and focusing on that aspect? which is really powerful and has been happening forever. So um, I feel like that's a part of it that I just find joyful to focus on um, and can be really generative. Excellent. Yeah, and I think just to jump in on that, I feel like, and you said like there are queer, black, indigenous, brown communities, they've been doing, like they've been celebrating and, and having joy in their lives while resisting at the same time. But I think because of, the, a, lot of a lot of the literature on queer, black, indigenous, people of color is written from almost like an anthro like perspective or psychology perspective. And honestly, even in education, it's usually written by by white folks. And so they're not centering that celebration and that affirmation and that joy. And so I think for both of us, that's something that we want to have a stance on of like how we're looking at racialized, you know, queer theories in our research. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much for taking some time out today and talking to us about this really very, very novel and innovative course that you've designed about critical race, anti-racist and queer theories. I'm hoping that you continue to get a lot out of the course and that the work that you're doing will find its way into your own work. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yasmin and Lindsay, thanks so much for joining us today. I loved hearing you talk about what you're reading around the intersectionality of critical race, anti-racist, and queer theories. Yasmin Owis and Lindsay Kavanaugh are PhD students at the Ontario Institute for Studies and Education at the University of Toronto. Yasmin's research at OISE explores what happens when queer and trans youth of color work collaboratively to reimagine recreate and resist hetero cisnormativity in the Ontario sex education curriculum. Her work focuses on youth empowerment and community education using critical youth participatory action research and arts-based pedagogies. Yasmin is a member of the Advisory Council for the Young Women's Leadership Network, an alumni junior fellow at Massey College, and one of the organizers of Queer Trans at OISE. Yasmin has delivered sex ed and anti-homophobia transphobia workshops with Planned Parenthood and the Sex Education Centre at the University of Toronto. Yasmin is passionate about equity issues in education, LGBTQ plus advocacy, and creating equitable spaces for women of colour in educational and political spaces.
Lindsay Kavanaugh is a certified high school teacher in Ontario and British Columbia. She is interested in exploring how trans, non-binary, two-spirit, intersex, and queer educators and youth conceptualize and imagining queering and decolonizing taking place in K-12 schools through a critical participatory action research project. Her PhD builds off on her master's thesis where she studied a group of activist educators who formed the Queering Schools Network. Lindsay is also an award-winning poet and is interested in arts-based methodologies, creative forms of resistance, and accessible knowledge mobilization. All right, that's our podcast for today. You can find this podcast at www.lgbtqfamilyspeakout.ca. This episode was produced with support of the New College Initiative Fund and from Doug Friesen, who is a PhD student at the Ontario Institute for Studies in Education. Thanks to LGBTQ Family Members Speak Out team member Kate Reed, sound engineer Lisa Patterson, and musician Doug Friesen for creating the music that opens and closes the show. I'm Tara Goldstein. All the best.